No. Right. <laughs> no. No. Okay. No, no. No, no, no. Double no, no? Double no, no. No, no in the ozone. Okay. No, no in your ozone. No, no. Don't judge me either. Sorry. We want Chicago Street Circuit. Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't, uh, I wouldn't be against it at this point. Yeah. If they want to try it instead of Road America. I don't know. I think Road America works for Xfinity, but the cup cars is kind of like, meh. Yeah. So, uh, it's, it's beautiful in Xfinity. Yeah. It was a great race. <laughs> Especially with the douchebaggery. Yeah. Heard. But... Yeah, I think Road America should have stayed Xfinity. Then maybe we can do something else. But we're not going to do anything else because we're going to be talking about this race, Brian. Welcome back to the Racing Bros NASCAR Podcast episode something something with your host. Something something. <laughs> me, Zach, and co-host slash intern waiting for Larry Mack to answer us to come on the podcast. Brian Velez. Yep, there you go. We're just waiting. Just just waiting patiently. It'll happen. It'll happen, don't worry. If it did happen, that would be wild. I wouldn't even know what to do. <laughs> but we're gonna talk about that doozy of a race that they call Road America on America's birthday. Look at that. See the connection. Is that why Road America is on July 4th? Because it has America in the fucking title? Is that why? That's Nas- a good question. I don't know. Did NASCAR go like, ooh, America? And then America? I wouldn't be. I wouldn't put it past them. <laughs> they would do some shit like that. But we're going to get into this race. Um, another first-time winner. Uh a good couple lap battle in the front so you know there's some positives to take this away but uh this race was mostly meh to be honest it wasn't great uh especially the smoke show you saw on xfinity um it's a great race some uh questionable moves from some drivers but we're not xfinity racing podcast we're at nascar well, we are a NASCAR podcast, and that is NASCAR. <laughs> what to say. Wow. But uh, we mostly talk about cup stuff, and we're going to continue that right now and talk about Road America. So let's get the rating out of the way first. Brian, what do you rate this race? What, what is your feelings on this race before we dive into the facts and all you know, this stuff that happened? Oh. Road America. It's I didn't America. go into it. <laughs> it's America's birthday. Um, I didn't go into it really expecting too much. But it definitely wasn't like most of the road courses last year. Um, so, all in all, it doesn't seem like this car works with this track that great. Unless 
there's just, I mean, teams are focusing on different things, which could be very possible. I mean, Chevy blew everybody out of the water this week. It was, there were some Fords up there. I think there was, there was, I don't even think there was a Toyota in the top, top 10. 15. <laughs> Toyota's there, really. Trucks was in the top 15, I think. Yeah. Not the top 10. He should definitely be in the top five at least. Especially right. Turex. I don't the know. way that he's been running all year, too. Toyota's super off from the road courses. They're just off. but uh. So, I mean, all in all, Road America, I'm going to I'm gonna slap you down with a 43. Oh, Richard Petty, who? Yeah. Um, nice little Eric Jones. <laughs> I'm going to give this score a nice 49, just below 50. Um, thought it was fine. Had some moments, but was very meh. I'm sure if you went to the race and seen all the action more, that uh, you know we'd be more excited about this race. But wasn't anything special except for Tyler Reddick getting his first win, actually Oops. sealing the deal. Um, but yeah, this race was very meh. Um, road courses with this car hasn't been super special yet. Um, we've only had two. So we'll see how other road courses fare, but it's not sure how this car takes the road courses right now. I do yeah. kind of miss the uniqueness of a cup car on a road course and how awkward it looked and like weird and different stuff you had to do with the stock car on a road course. I kind of do miss some of that and I get that back with Xfinity, but um, with this car essentially built for road courses it's not showing a good showing for the road courses mile and a half yes road courses not so much so far and short tracks it's been very and short tracks <laughs> been very meh but we'll see how it progresses and you know maybe different changes they do in the off season for the car we gotta remember this is the first season we are what 15 races in to uh brand new car that's totally different than anything they've done before so i'm sure they'll figure it out and, you know we can get some better racing at the short tracks and uh road courses but as of now it's not great um chase elliott had like the dominant car today and then final green flag stop uh, him and reddick right well reddick was right behind chase and uh battled out for a couple laps chase made a little mistake turn five misses apex reddick got underneath and you know side by side for a couple of corners and reddick finally got passed and that was that um but yeah we'll get into the all the stuff that happened uh brian do you want to start off all the stuff that happened baby. <laughs> yeah all three things yeah i mean stage one Kyle Busch spun, nearly took out Almirola with him. Um, and then we had a bunch of penalties for for pits. Uh, most notably was um, Denny Hamlin, who <laughs> complained on his radio about going through too many pit stalls. And uh, I believe his crew chief said it was by, like, what, a foot? <laughs> he was a foot into another pit stall. Um I mean, I don't know if you have anything else for stage one. I got 
Briscoe. Briscoe wins stage one. Yeah, pretty much nothing really happened stage one. Chase was yeah. obviously the dom. Chase Elliott was obviously the dominant car, but yeah. because of stage uh, strategy, you know, he had to come in a pit. So Briscoe won the yeah. stage. I wonder how it would have went without stages. Well, I mean, Chase would have just stayed out. <laughs> no, I mean, like, how how would the the entire race have played out if there was no stages? Like, do you do you think that Chase would have still been up there? Or do you think that at some point his um his green flag stops would have screwed him over somehow? Like, uh, it it would actually be kind of cool to know. <laughs> uh, I think Elliot would have still been up there, personally. Okay. I mean, he had the most dominant car, unless you know he either got a speeding penalty or loose wheel. But yeah, top top five was all Chevy. <laughs> yeah, I think yeah, Elliot would have been up there. But yeah, he had the dominant car all all race until like the ending. But uh, we'll move on to stage two. Uh, we had Logano got in too deep in the turn number five, took out Never. Bubba, and uh, spun out Bubba. You know, Bubba's not the greatest road course racer, and then you know he got taken out as well. Put him a little behind. And uh, that's what I have for stage two. Yeah, only other thing that I have is um, Byron had a loose tire. Yeah, that was... That's it. Yep, stage <laughs> two. Okay, and then Ryan Blaney wins the stage. Of course, with the stage caution, you know, strategy stuff. A couple of people stayed out. Shout out to Joey Hand for getting P2 in the stage. Hell yeah, Joey Hand. Yeah. Getting all those... All important stage points, you know. But uh, <laughs> now we get on to stage number three, the last stage. So I had that Bubba got a little loose, looked like, and then Brad finished him off and spun him out in the gravel. I thought the car was originally going to get stuck, but uh, yeah. somehow got out. And then uh, Green Flag stop. Reddick comes out right behind Chase. Chase had to do like kind of like a wild move to get in front of him, like kind of like block him off the pit lane, and uh, was driving really defensively. And then a couple laps after the green flag stop, Reddick was pushing pressure on Elliott the whole time. Turn five, Elliott misses apex a bit, maybe just uh, trying to get too much in the braking zone, and Reddick got underneath him. Side by side, up the hill to turn six left hander, and uh, they were side by side for a couple laps, or not a couple laps, a couple corners, and Reddick eventually gets past Chase, uh, gets out to a one second lead, and holds him off, and kind of drives away the last couple laps. Uh, I was kind of holding my breath because uh, fucking Austin Dillon decides to race for like 14th, like really hard. <laughs> Goes off track. I'm like, oh my god, this would be something if Austin Dillon causes a caution for his teammate not to win. Oh my god. Yeah, he eventually gets back on track to like 19th or 20th, and he has a left front problem with two to go, and is dragging on the fucking road course. I'm like, oh my god, no, they're gonna call a caution. No, and Reddick's gonna lose it. Oh my god, no way. But uh. 
Austin Dillon thankfully got off, so Tyler Reddick can hold off and win the race. So shout out to Tyler Reddick getting his first win. This is the first win for the number eight car in the NASCAR Cup Series since 2006. So it's been a it's been a long time coming for number eight fans trying to get back in victory lane. But uh, Tyler Reddick did it. We knew it was only a matter of time, really. I mean, he led laps in a lot of races. Unfortunate stuff happened. Flat tires, driver error, actually getting... Just brisco. Yeah, actually getting just briscoed out the way. Uh, so, Tyler oh, Reddick finally gets that win. Finally gets that monkey off his back and... You know, who's now locked into the playoffs for now. Yeah. Yeah, 13 drivers are in right now, so. 13 different winners. Yeah. They're not guaranteed a spot, but unless we get three more winners, they technically are. Or, I guess, four more winners. Well, so they're, whoever is the regular season points champion gets in on points. I think yeah. right, I think right now that's Blaney. So it's the yeah, Ham it's Blaney. Yeah, it's the Hamlin situation of last year. Right. But uh we got a super speedway coming up this week, which is kinda rare for us to see another super speedway right before well, it's the first time we see a super speedway a couple weeks before Daytona. So it's still weird to call it a super speedway. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it's it's weird to get used to, um, especially now the track just on iRacing now. I actually did a couple. I did a couple laps on the test session. It feels really weird. Um, the apron is like so huge on that track. Like the apron is most of the track, and then you get this narrow ass fucking turns that you have to use but the apron is like texas size wide just oh man it's very bizarre uh you're full throttle the whole way just all the way around um you don't so, have... there's something we got to keep in mind i do have to tell you okay. because this was the race that earlier in the year we did not rate because we were so confused oh god so don't have high hopes for this race but uh, also, don't completely, like, shove it under the rug, you know? Uh, I still, still expect something. <laughs> I think it'll be fine. I think we kind of see what we're getting used to. It's just weird for us to say Atlanta Super Speedway. Yeah. Very bizarre. So. I don't know. I think we should turn it into a, into a figure eight. See what happens. <laughs> All right, Tony Stewart. <laughs> we didn't crash enough cars yet. Yeah. When we go around backwards, but uh... <laughs> oh man, uh, but man, it's just kind of this is gonna be a shorter podcast. I gotta tell you, because I mean, honestly, there race... was nothing to go over. <laughs> yeah, this race, this race was very mid. It's like eh, yeah, not a lot going on. See, usually we joke about it, like, oh, there's nothing to go over this race, you know, and then we end up having, like, a 30-, 40-minute podcast anyway. Mm. But this week, it's pretty much that. <laughs> yeah, it's not great, but 
I want to get into. Well, we might as well get into some some news that we heard right before we started the podcast. Um, so it's kind of been speculated, but Bubba Wallace and Christopher Bell are switching pit crews this week at Atlanta, which I find very surprising that it's right before a super speedway. It's almost like how convenient, you know, yeah. Bubba Wallace's best type of track. His pit crew's been failing him the entire year. Hmm. Wow. You know. Or better to do it. It's just like, oh wow, this is fucking. I wish I. I wish. It could have been more clear that this was gonna happen. Yeah. I wish I would have seen it earlier because, like, I mean, it's so obvious. <laughs> I mean, you knew he had to switch with somebody. Yeah. But I'm kind of surprised that they are switching crew, like pit crews like that, because, I mean, Truex and Christopher Bell are nowhere near safe right now either. Right. So it's kind of like... You would think it would be with Kurt, or maybe Kyle. Yeah, you would think, but... I don't know how Christopher Bell's pit crew has been this year, but I know it's definitely been better than... Bubble They've been walls. pretty good, so I'd, I'd say the only um, the two Toyota drivers that have had the most troubles this year were probably Bubba and Denny. I guess we'll uh, I guess we'll see, you know. But I I kind of yeah. find it really convenient they switch right before a super speedway, right? Um, <laughs> but I mean, and in other news, I don't know if you saw it, um, so. There was um, RFK was putting in like a protest mm-hmm. for Chris uh, Chris Busher's crew chief to be to not be suspended, and that was withdrawn today. So I'm sure he's gonna be. I'm sure they're just like, all right, give up, let it go. It's gonna happen anyway. So it's not big news, but. Some, something <laughs> right i feel it but uh i kind of want to get into the kind of playoffs right now okay so we have 13 different winners we right. have eight more races to the playoffs yep uh let's just look oh, wait two three four we have nine more until the playoffs so let's just look at the type of tracks that we have coming up Atlanta. Three super speedways. Super speedway. Can, uh, you know, anyone can win a super speedway. New Hampshire. Guess who won last year? Someone weird. Eric Amarola. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Pocono. Guess what happens every year? Fucking strategy. Kyle Busch won. And literally, he didn't have third gear. Like, he only had fourth gear, and he won. Indy Road Course, another wild card. Road Course, you know, pull some Road Course strategy. Maybe a Chris Busher or someone like that. They've been fast all year on the Road Courses. Michigan, you know, kind of kind of a more standard kind of race. Um, we've already seen with the two-mile over ovals like Auto Club that the next-gen race is pretty good at, so... 
Could be a could be a final strategy call. You know, kind of. When he could also get his first one on the year and go back to back. Mm-hmm. Uh, Richmond. Yeah, it's just Richmond. Yeah, Richmond's anybody's game, really. Yeah, it's just the usual contenders. We're not going to see. I'd be surprised yeah. if we've seen someone. Um, Watkins Glen, another road course. That'll be fun. Anything can happen. Road course strategy. And then, as you know, the final regularly season race daytona so i mean what we have nine and seven at least seven of them are wild cards yeah i mean at least yeah with atlanta being a super speedway now new hampshire had eric amarola literally out of nowhere um could that be him or a harvick or even you know, even Wilder, let's say Austin Dillon, someone like that. Yeah, get SHR a win other than Chase Briscoe. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Pocono comes on a strategy every single fucking year. Yeah. Indy road course, road course. I mean, Chris Buescher's been fast on the road course all year. Almost yep. pulled another top five out of his ass. And then it's just... It's just kind of wild to think anyone anything can happen. So we already have 13 different winners this year. Um, it's the win if win and you're in. And right now we have three people in on points. And Kevin Harvick is the first driver out. We also have a lot of drivers with two wins this year, which is kind of cool. Yeah, no, no uh, three-time winners yet. Yeah, no three-peats. By this time, I think, what, Kyle Larson had, like, four or five wins already? At least. <laughs> yeah, he had five wins by this time last year. That's crazy. It's been a, it's been a weird year. It has. I mean, we were kind of thinking that it was going to be... Um, kind of thinking it was going to be a wild race uh, with the... New car and shit like that. But uh, now it's... Now you see it's super weird. <laughs> yeah. New car bringing out, honestly, more talent in people. Kind of nice. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm not saying that last gen's car made people talentless, but it. I mean, we're seeing a lot of really random winners and honestly just a lot of random things happening on track mm -hmm. like Austin Cindric won the first race of the year wouldn't have expected that to be honest yeah. <laughs> granted it was the 500 but mm. yeah and then Ross has two wins Daniel Suarez got his win Tyler Reddick got a win it's great it's pretty great it's uh, it's gonna be an interesting stretch, this yeah. final summer. Yeah, I mean, if we can get seven more winners, possibly have twenty winners on the year. Kind of, they, actually, I think exactly what you said. There's gonna be twenty different winners this year. Mm -hmm. Oh man. <laughs> so, uh, we'll definitely see. It's gonna be interesting. Yes. Um, but. 
as of now, we're probably going to sign off. I know it's super short podcast. Um, we do have to make picks, though. We do. That's going to be our ending. So, Atlanta, wild card, super speedway. Just talked about the man switching pit crews. I'm going to take old Bubba Wallace. I think uh, I think he's got he's kind of a must win right now. And he's got two really good chances for him to get it. And I think he's going to get it this week. So. You have a dark horse as well? Uh, I'm going to take a pretty obvious pick. I think I'm going to take Brad. I think Brad's going to be up there as well okay. with the super speedway. Uh, this type of prowess. So would not be surprised Thanks. those two are top five fighting for the win on the last lap. Or wrecked out on lap three. I think any can happen. <laughs> but. I mean, that. yeah, that's definitely true. Yeah. Um, but they'll be able to get right back into it because these cars can take a beating. That's for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, my winner for Atlanta is going to be the good old 99 of Daniel Suarez. Oh. I think now he's he's thirsting for a, a second win to, to match his teammate. And then Dark Horse... I'm hoping that SHR can actually match uh, the win of Briscoe and, and hopefully get another. And I'm thinking Eric Amarola is my dark horse. Ooh. Yeah. I mean, anything can happen, right. honestly. Yeah. So it's it might be a fun week. Maybe <laughs> it'll be better than the first race. But I'm not going to expect too much. <laughs> yeah, same here. <laughs> But uh, I guess we'll see. We'll see how Atlanta brings us. And maybe, hopefully it's exciting. We'll have a lot more to talk about. Yeah, hopefully. <laughs> Rather than just getting on being like, oh, yeah, here's the three things that happened. Here's your three winners. And all right, we're done. <laughs> yep, peace. <laughs> but uh, we'll see you guys next week. Take care. <laughs>